0: Welcome. Welcome to Decide to Transform. I'm your host, Tomas Garza, and we've got a very special episode in store for you today. It's just me today, but I have an inspired topic, and there is a lot, and I do mean a lot, that we can say about this. The show title for today is Grateful for My Mindset in a New World. All right? What does that make you think of right off the bat? Grateful for my mindset in a new world. Well, first, are you? I hope that you are. If you are not, then, well, what are some of the areas that you might be able to take a look at in your own life so that you reach a point of being grateful for your mindset, which will carry you through this new world and all of the massive change that's going on And of course, there's quite a bit of that, as we all know. So I want to give a shout out to my wife, Cindy Garza, for providing me with the topic for this week's show. And Cindy was brainstorming some ideas and thought this would be really cool. And she came up with the actual title as well as the topic, Grateful for My Mindset in a New World. And she is, and she shared with me some of her observations from her own business and her own life that I'm going to offer on the show to you today, as well as some of my own. And I think that this is a very important topic for everybody whether you are holding yourself out as a teacher or a leader or someone that shows up and assists people in whatever profession or whatever business you happen to find yourself, this show is going to be really for all people who are committed to or involved in personal development. Now, I know that a number of people in the world are not, but they're not likely to be listening to this radio show. So more information and a lot more to say on that later on in the broadcast, because it's actually, it's really quite important that we who are doing the work have some tools and some support amongst ourselves. That's part of the purpose here that we're going for. So let's break this down then. First of all, grateful. I'm breaking this down into three parts, grateful, mindset, new world, and then we'll get into several other things. So what is the importance of gratitude? Well, if you have a gratitude practice of your own, then you will know the importance of gratitude simply because it heightens your vibration it affects how you show up how you lead how you teach in the world it's a heightened form of vibration to be grateful for anything and everything it really literally lifts your spirits it lifts your physical body your mood everything about your being gratitude has a tremendous tremendous impact it Can and does absolutely affect the way that we show up in the world. So, what does a gratitude practice look like? Because people in personal development circles, people in spiritual circles, understandably, really quite understandably to me, talk a lot about gratitude and having a gratitude practice. But what does that in truth look like? Well, you may habitually throughout the day give thanks for anything in your life you may give thanks for what's working in your life you may give thanks for your your business your job your your impact in the world your family your your dogs your cats pets right beautiful plants fresh air whatever it is that you're grateful for you may throughout the day from time to time actually stop pause and give thanks for that now one idea that I know is practiced by a number of people that was first suggested to me by a shaman from Colombia, Taita Jose Antonio Hansasoy from Colombia, had a very important message for a group of us after an ayahuasca ceremony, yes, that's right, an ayahuasca ceremony in October of last year, and at the conclusion of the evening, he implored us, really implored all of us as people who are transforming, changing, committed to personal growth, committed to massive transformation. As people that are out here making the effort to make a difference in the world, he implored us to practice gratitude first thing in the morning, even before we get out of bed. So quite literally, very important as soon as we wake up in the morning, before our feet even hit the ground, getting out of bed, give thanks. And he said 30 seconds, which I think is a really good general rule. It works really well for me. 30 seconds for what you're grateful for. So what is it? Anyone can list things. Even if the first and only thing that a person can come up with is I'm grateful to still be here today, well, that's good. That's very good. It's a point where everything is valid. So the idea is, can you spend 30 seconds today, right now? Can you do it right now? It doesn't matter what time it is, where you are, where you're listening to this. This is something that is a I think a wonderful suggestion to do it right before you even get out of bed in the morning, why it lifts your vibe immediately. It lifts your mood, it lifts your vibration. What happens, you show up differently, you connect differently. And that's really it, is you connect differently, you connect differently to the people in the world all around you. Very important. So what does your gratitude practice look like? Clearly, going along with the title, Grateful Mindset and New World, let's talk mindset as well, because there are a lot of dichotomies that are always presented to us as human beings, aren't there? We can list off many of them just off the top of our head. We could have a change mindset or a non-change mindset. We could embrace growth, change, and differences or we could be absolutely 100% petrified, terrified, scared of that. We could be solutions-oriented, or we could be problem-oriented, positive or negative, gloomy or joyful, glum or exuberant, you name it. There are so many dichotomies, but I think the reality for all of us is it's all mixed and intertwined. We can have a a health mentality or a sickness mentality, yes, but there are so many different roles that each of us plays in a human lifetime. And we're playing different roles all the time, and we're juggling them constantly, whether we're aware of it or not. So all of these different mindsets can tend to get jumbled up, and it seems like it could be, at least on the surface Confusing, there's a lot of gray area, or so it seems, so it appears, and there's a lot of potential for people to get confused and send the wrong signals and appear to be inconsistent. Right? Mindset is practice. Mindset is work. Why? Because all we have is the present moment, and we have a choice to make right now in the present moment. Do we choose love or fear? Well, those are the choices right there, and anything else, any other word that you might choose to insert in there is a derivative of one or the other. Love or fear, that's it. Those are the choices, so which do we make? Our mindset is something that is naturally in a human lifetime going to ebb and flow because why one moment we could be very much on top of it, feeling like we've got everything completely taken care of in life and our mindset's where we want it to be. We're doing well, we're showing up, we're leading, we're teaching in a positive manner. And then five minutes later, we could be in the dumps again, and it ebbs and flows, and sometimes it's very much like a roller coaster ride, up, down, up, down, up, down. So mindset is a practice, and we'll talk more about this. Now let's talk about the third component of grateful for my mindset in a new world, and that's the new world itself. And I'm recording this show, you may be listening to this years from now. And I hope that you may be. I hope that you're listening to this a decade from now. I hope it's 2030 when you pick this up. But right now, as I record this show, well, it's August 2nd, 2020. We're in the middle of the COVID-19 global pandemic. And we're living in a time where everything, and really almost everything, has become upended. It has changed and people have been forced to adapt their lifestyles. They have been forced in many cases to pivot, so to speak, to make changes and adjustments into the way that we work, the way we show up for each other, the way we do business. There's a lot of Zoom going on, of course, a lot of video conferencing t- you know, old-fashioned telephone calls, all kinds of things that we have had to do because this pandemic has forced us into it. And well, obviously there are people that are adjusting fabulously well, and some people that are really struggling. And I think that we all know people in both categories. Wherever you are yourself, there's so much change going on. There are people that are transforming so rapidly that quite literally, they will go to bed one night, and have so many high-speed experiences during the night that they'll literally wake up a new person. You may have heard of people, uh, you may be having them yourself, uh, all kinds of what I would call downloads, messages from source energy, messages from God, the divine, whatever you want to name it, all kinds of energetic shifts are going on, and whether you are personally experiencing these or not, they are going on all the time. And really what we're looking at is high-speed change. Our technology changes high-speed. Lots of things are going on right now, this year, as we speak, at high-speed. So there's a lot of adjustment that goes into it. There's a lot of adjustment to personally waking up one day a completely different person than you were when you went to bed the night before with new tools to assimilate, with different ways of being to assimilate. And all of this is happening really quickly. It's quite literally a new world. Now, if you're not experiencing any of this, that's all right. It's really all right if you're, you're not. There are people out there that are, and it's part of all of this massive shift. And even if you're not, it's easy to see that we're totally living in a different world than we were in February, which is six months ago. Th- things have changed. Things have changed, and it's changed a lot in how people show up how we show up for other people. I keep coming back to that. This is going to become a theme of life work is is show up, lead, and teach. And the current circumstances are greatly impacting how we do all three. Starting with how we show up and it's become... 100% evident if it were not evident already, and I think that for most of us listening, it probably was. However, if it wasn't, the internal work that we do on ourselves matters more now than ever before. Now, we could have said that six months ago and it would have been true because all we have literally is the present moment. The past is gone, the future isn't here. What does that mean? It means they don't exist. All we have is right now. And that is not just somebody sitting up on a mountaintop meditating, spouting that out, meant for you to, to ponder over. No, it's, it's meant for you to experience and to live for all of us, because that's, that's reality. It's right now. So, how are we showing up? How are we leading? Because I know that a number of you listening to this podcast are, in fact, leaders. You are leaders of people. You are transformational in whatever professional capacity you may find yourselves. We're all teaching. And it's critically important how we show up for each other and for ourselves. And the internal work is paramount without question, now more than ever. So I mentioned at the top of the show that the title and the inspiration for this show comes from Cindy, my wife, and Cindy has a couple of... A couple of thoughts that she'd like me to convey here as well. And by the way, I'm going to bring her back as a guest on Decide to Transform. She was on season one, my guest twice, talking about health, wellness, and spirituality. And you can actually go through and listen to those old shows. They're all available and they're all archived. The shows Decide to Transform, Cindy Garza. So those are back in February of this year. She had a couple of thoughts, and one of the thoughts that I want to share with you is a a general question that she had, and she thought, and I agree, how hard must it be? How hard must it be for people who don't do any personal development work at all? Seriously, how hard must it be for someone who doesn't seek growth, personal growth? They don't seek spiritual growth or nourishment in any way. How must that life be? And maybe you can relate to that because perhaps you stood in those shoes at one point in time. Maybe you did. And I think that we can all relate to having family members in that situation, possibly some close friends, whatever it is for you, what must it be like to have no spirituality or no personal development involved in your life at all? How sad might that be, right? It must be sad. It must be deeply fearful, anxiety producing, possibly depressive, all kinds of different things. So You know, how do we, as people that practice personal growth, that practice a spiritual tradition or many spiritual traditions, how do we show up and lead? How do we show up and lead those that do not and they are calling for our help? no matter what their outward behavior is, it's a cry for help. Yes, it's, it's, it's asking for love. So how do we show up for them? Well, let's break down a number of different ways. So at this por- portion, at this, this part of the show is designed more for people that are actively involved in personal growth. Now, there are a number of items that we've spoken about here that are true in general. Now, all of these are also true in general. So if you are out there listening and you are doing this work and you know people that need your help, then please, as you go through these next few minutes and listen, think of them. Yeah, think of them and how you can show up for them, because we all have people, whether they're family members, close friends, could be a work associate, and it could be someone that you don't even know, that most clearly, most definitely needs your compassionate attention. They need your love. They need your energy, your help. So let's think about who that might be. So how do we show up and lead? Well, This is a digital world and social media is paramount. So let's all think about that first and foremost. And this is one of the items that Cindy recommended that we talk about here is how do you show up on social media? Are you posting positivity? Is that what you're posting? Are you posting that or are you posting political arguments? where someone's going to get on and disagree with you, you're going to get some trolls, or are you spouting negativity? Because we all know what a Facebook feed is like. Even if it's mostly positive, you always notice if one person spouts negativity and hate. So how are you showing up? Now because we we as leaders, we as teachers, people that are showing up and doing our best to bring positive change and bring spirituality to the world and practice it and show up and exemplify it, we're all human and we're going to have moments where we want to rant. Really, we're going to have elections in our countries, in the United States, where I live, we're having one right now, this year, so people naturally have opinions about that many, many opinions. So if you're tempted to voice something that might be highly disagreeable to, let's say, half of the people in your family, maybe more, half the people you know, are you going to do that? Are you going to do that? How you show up matters, and we're here to lead, we're here to teach. Positivity, We're here to embody and exemplify love and our highest self. So how do you show up on social media? How do you show up on the internet, email? Things like that, very important consideration. So something else that's really important to all of us is a continued commitment to our own personal growth. Now, I, in my life, have been wildly inconsistent on this score, I will let you know. There have been times where I did not want to even touch a personal growth book. I just wasn't into it. Now, I've had a meditation practice for years and kept that steady. But in terms of certain aspects of of this path and transformation, I've had periods of time, and I know you can relate to this, because you've probably had them too, where you just didn't want to go there with it. And one of the fun things that we get to do all of the time is recommit to our own personal growth. If you're in a space right now, today, where you recognize that you need to do just that, recommit to your personal growth, then I invite you to consider what that looks like. It's a choice that we get to make, not have to get to, make, moment to moment, every single day. Commit to your own personal growth and keep going with that. Now, another thing that Cindy and I talked about was the importance when we're thinking about how we show up for other people, including and especially those that don't go there with personal transformation, learning how to listen is very important. And I know that we've all heard an admonition or a statement to the effect of listen just to listen. In other words, listen to understand rather than to respond. What does that mean? It means there's a big difference between hearing someone's words and thinking in your own mind how you're going to reply. And we go through all these scenarios, don't we? So if somebody says somebody says X, then we're going to say all of these different things. And if they come out and say something different, then we've got all our responses planned just in case. And we're sitting there, not really being present with them, but going through how we're going to respond to them in our own mind, whatever the context Now, listening to understand is is more of a presence practice. It's more of a mindfulness or meditation practice, so to speak, because it's about being as present as we possibly can in the moment with someone else and actually listening to them, actually hearing them and understanding their pain. We don't have to agree with their views, for example, but you know, understanding what it's like to be in their shoes. So it's something that we can all do. All of us can certainly do better at this and it, it involves continued practice. So it's worth paying attention to a checklist like this because learning how to listen is really important. So that we actually can, when we respond, we're not preaching and we don't have a canned speech or uh, something that is just wrote and spattered out just because it's in our minds, it's pre-programmed, something like that. We can actually be more genuine and more authentic in our replies to, p- to people. Really important. Now, also, your own mindfulness practice, do you have a meditation practice? Do you have an exercise routine? Do you practice yoga? Because showing up for people is all about our own inner work. The more we do it, the better we are at holding space for people. This is a term that is used quite a bit in spiritual circles. And if you follow a number of, of spiritual people on Facebook or social media, for example, you'll likely see this term bandied about. And holding space is simply being present for somebody and giving them a safe place to express themselves, whatever is on their mind. It's letting them, it's validation, it is very much, it's letting them know that their experience counts. It's not about, you notice, I'm not saying anything about agreeing with somebody's political views. You don't have to. It's holding that space for them. So that is certainly something that we can consider. Another item is that people need to understand themselves better. Back to our personal growth it's really important to understand what contracts us or if you prefer what triggers us. You know, where do we as human beings need to be aware that we might get triggered and where do we need to be aware of our habitual tendencies that might get in the way of our reaching people constructively. in other words, We need to understand ourselves better, and it's a constant process. It really is. So in all of these, if you find that you're falling short in one of these areas, I would say, please give yourself some grace. I mean, yes, pay attention to that area, but give yourself some grace because we don't have to be perfect at this. Each of us is going through our own transformational process, and like we've talked about here on the show, we're all going through massive global shifts. From day to day, quite literally, we're living in a brand new world. And let's all give ourselves some grace, not to excuse inaction, right? Not to excuse negligence and extreme slackness or anything like that, but just acknowledge that we're going to fall down. We're going to have moments, especially as things speed up and and the curve of, of growth and transformation becomes more exponential, more warp speed, more high speed. So that's a consideration. And another consideration is to surround yourself with a positive community. If you have one, fantastic, lean into that. If you're looking for one, please, by all means, keep looking. It's important to surround your ourselves with people that want us to do good in the world, that want to see us grow, that want to see us transform, and that want to see us happy. There are plenty of people who would love to drag us down to their level. I mean, this is common humanity. If someone feels awful about themselves, then they may try to project that awfulness. In fact, They likely will try to project that onto anyone that's around them. Now, that could be you. That could be you. It's psychological projection, and we want to get rid of feelings of hatred. We want to get rid of feelings of guilt. That's where the human universal practice of blame comes from, without question. It's projecting our own fear, projecting our own guilt. So, you know, Do you surround yourself with a positive community of people that are going to care about you and that are going to uplift you? And I hope that the answer is yes. And if it's not yes, then let's attempt, if we can, then to make that a yes. And Cindy and I were talking, and she had a really good point on this next item. Don't allow other people's hatred to drag you down. Don't allow other people's hatred, other people's fear and toxicity, all of their negativity, to drag you down. Please. So how do we stay above that? Well, we've talked about some of the ways. Our own spiritual mindfulness, personal growth practice is perhaps the most important way. And within that, there is the practice of forgiveness, which has been a subject of an entire hour long radio show on Decide to Transform. Though I've talked about that quite a bit and I'll just touch on it right here, but a forgiveness practice really helps us to show up for people why because we're not carrying the weight of massive judgments we're not carrying the weight of disdain and hatred and and fear we're lighter quite literally so that's important and another thing that is really really important is healthy boundaries So let me explain what I mean by that. In reaching out to people, it's 100% possible to reach out to people and extend compassion to them, extend love, maybe an offer to help them. But if they don't want to hear from you, they don't want to hear from you. Or if they want to dump their own hatred, dump their own fear on you, you have every right, and I would argue, a responsibility to maintain healthy boundaries. It's entirely possible to forgive a family member, for example, of egregious behavior. Anybody it doesn't have to be a family member, but it's entirely possible to forgive egregious behavior and still maintain a boundary saying you may not treat me this way. I will not permit myself to be spoken to in this fashion. I'm drawing the line. and that can be a wildly uncomfortable conversation to have. I know that from experience, and perhaps you do too, But, you know, all of you out there listening, I mean, maintaining healthy boundaries is really, really important for how you show up because that enables you to continue to show up in love, right? As love rather than being dragged down to someone else's level. And we've talked about holding space. So, you know, hold space for yourself, Uh, as well. And give yourself space. Sometimes we need space from people. Please don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that we have to run out and whip everybody into shape. Now, this is not a conversion process here. We're not out to convert people to our way of seeing things. We're not out to make the whole world rosy. Why? Because everybody has their own power of decision power of choice. And if someone's not choosing it right now, they're not choosing it right now. However, you can still show up and be there for them and keep a healthy space about you. And I hope that you will do that. And this is the subject of multiple other shows, quite frankly. There's so many different ways that we can do that. We've talked about a few of them. really, in insisting on our own boundaries and that we're not being dragged down, it's really important for us to be unwavering, unwavering, uncompromising, and not allow ourselves to get sucked in to negativity and drama. Will we be able to do this 100% of the time? Of course not. No. But if you're doing it 70% of the time, make that 75. It makes a big difference. It makes a big difference and we need to commit to ourselves and committing to ourselves is committing to everyone around us, the entire world, to be unwavering on healthy boundaries and still showing up in a loving fashion for people yet maintaining a healthy distance so that we can continue to reach the people that we're meant to reach. So, last on our list here is just continue to be present. All right. We started this list off with social media and what comes immediately to my mind is consistency. And if you're consistently putting out positive, uplifting, helpful, and loving content, then that's good. Continue to show up in that way. Why? because people are watching people are watching even if it seems like they're not paying any attention to us at all and they absolutely 100% don't care in any way they're watching so how you show up matters how you lead matters how you teach matters because how you show up and leads how you teach and well If you have been a teacher or in a teaching capacity formally in your lifetime, you'll realize the old adage that no one learns as much as the teacher. That is true. That is true. Why? Because we learn by teaching. We learn by exemplifying and, yes, making mistakes. But this is a a handy list of how we can show up and lead and be grateful for our leaders, leaders mindset in a new world, a vastly different world that changes moment to moment. So let's recap these. This this is a list that Cindy and I came up with. And again, the question was, how can we show up in the world and be present for people? How can we show up and lead? And number one, well, we can lead with consistency on social media Number two, also on the internet, not just social media, but other internet platforms, especially in today's world. Number three, commit to our own personal growth. Number four, learn how to listen. Practice the art of listening to understand, not simply to respond. So become a better listener for people. And number five, our own mindfulness practice, whatever that looks like for you, and holding space. Holding space for people. In other words, being present for them and witnessing their experience for what it is. Very, very important. Very important skill to have and very, very meaningful. All right, number six. We all need to understand ourselves better. So there's a need for us showing up, leading, and teaching to understand ourselves better. Seven, seek, cultivate, be a part of a positive community. Whatever that looks like for you. Number eight, don't allow other people's hatred, anxiety, fear to drag you down. Be unwavering, uncompromising. Do not allow yourself to get wrapped up in this. Keep and maintain healthy boundaries. Now that is a radio show unto itself. In fact, an entire podcast could be devoted to just that topic alone. It's so critical. It's so important. And that's item number eight. And then finally, item number nine on our list is continue to be present because people are watching. Important, isn't it? Continue to be present Because people are watching. Again, this is the answer to the question, how can we show up and lead? And how can we, each of us, be grateful for our mindset in a new world? We've talked about on the show the importance of having a gratitude practice, whatever that looks like. I like to do it first thing in the morning before I even get out of bed, and I find that once that became a habit, I was much better at picking out spots for extending gratitude, for showing gratitude throughout the day. So our mindset, mindset matters, most definitely, and we're clearly living in a new world, so it does matter how you show up, teach, and lead. Now, I hope that this list and this conversation has been of help to you, and if you know of someone that this may help in any way, then I do hope that you'll share this. This podcast is housed on Podbean. It's Decide to Transform, all one word, dot podbean dot com and on that site are all of the shows archived from season one and now from season two, you'll find a mixture of solo shows and interviews with wonderful guests. We've got a couple of dynamic, high powered and very interesting guests coming up on the show in the next couple of weeks. So I do want to invite you to stay tuned for that. And in conclusion, I want to invite your questions and your feedback. And I really want to thank all of you for listening and for your positive support of the show. It means a lot to me. This is why I do it. This is why I podcast. It's why I want to record shows and broadcast them for people, because you never know who's out there listening, who you're going to reach. And for me, part of showing up, leading and teaching is continually teaching, putting it out there, in this forum and in other forums as well, but many ways, continuing to put it out there because you never know if you're going to massively change someone's life. And what if you hadn't recorded the podcast episode that turns someone's life around, that causes them to have a real shift and aha moment? Now, whether you're a podcaster or not doesn't make any difference. Think about all of our lists from today, how we show up in the world on social media, how we show up listening. Pick something that you can go to work on so that we can all show up differently for each other. I want to thank you all very much for listening. This has been Decide to Transform, and I am your host, Tomas Garza. I will see you next week, and we'll go through more of personal development, spirituality, and we're going to have a lot of fun because my guests coming up, guys, are wonderful. So everybody have a great week and consider how you're showing up in the world and show up from a place of love. Have a great rest of your day.